Hey, beautiful people. My name is Nikat, and welcome to Nyjah Knows, a podcast aimed to empower and enlighten through real life stories. This journey called life is not always easy, but best believe I'm making it, laughing and loving along the way. Welcome to Nigel Knows. My name is Nika, and this is my first podcast, my first episode. I'm super nervous, but very excited because um, I am stepping way, way, way out of my comfort zone. But we're going to make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this first episode is about eliminating fear. I figured this is a good place for me to start because even sitting here right now, just talking to, I do have my friend here, which I'm going to introduce her in a minute, but just talking to myself, basically, I'm super nervous and like, I feel a little bit of, you know, pitter patter in my heart. It's beating a little fast. So this is a good place to start with everything going on in the world as well. The COVID-19 and, you know, people's fears, you know, that's a big thing right now. So I'm going to introduce my friend, friend here, girl. Her name is Felicia. She's with me. Say hey. Hey. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. So (laughs) this is going to be super casual, y'all. Super casual. Because I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to learn. We're going to learn. We're going to learn today. Exactly. So, you know, eliminating fear. Um, I was, you know, coming up with this podcast idea, it kind of popped up randomly as I was, you know, thinking about some things and actually thinking about my mom and saying some things that we had talked about. And so this whole process, just getting to this point right here is basically like two years in the making. Why two years? Cause it doesn't take that long to buy what you need and record. Exactly. Um, but it's, it was fear. You know, fear of rejection, fear of like not knowing what the heck I'm doing because this is out of my comfort zone. I don't know anything about recording and having an audience, having an audience. All those things were basically holding me back. Um, So I have a notebook here that I've been writing and notes and, you know, on my phone and they're pretty much everywhere. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everywhere, girl, in my drawer, you know, you might go in my closet and find a post-it note on one of my sweaters. You never know. that's how we got to get done. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's basically fear that was holding me back at the end of the day. Um, So, you know, I basically, you know, I have my things that I tell myself and things I think about to try to get me out of that mode because fear, I think, is big for everybody. I know it's held me back in a lot of areas in my life. Um, So I think this is a a really good place to start. To me, just talk about myself, basically, or people that I know. Felicia is here. Hey, I got some fears. I got a lot of fears. I've been through a lot of stuff. You know, yeah. One thing that I was, you know, thinking about as I was writing this down was, you know, when I turned thirty, I had a list of I wanted you know things that I want to do, and the list wasn't just any random thing. It were things that I always was scared to do for one reason or another. So you had a bucket list, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm actually proud to say that I've I've knocked off about probably about three or four things on okay. that bucket list. Progress. But the first one on my list was motorcycles. It sounds super corny, but Ever since I was a little girl, like I can remember standing on the balcony at our house in Titusville, Florida, on the second floor, seeing a motorcycle and just screaming because they scared me. I don't know why. I don't like loud noises. Maybe that's what it is. It could be like some people don't like fireworks. Right. I don't like fireworks. I, I, I used to I cry. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. All these years, Even as an adult, <laughs> it takes everything in me not to take off warning. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is after me because, girl, I can't. <laughs> 
Like, y'all ready? Let's go. <laughs> so no Fourth of July. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need sparklers. I don't need none of that. Like, just <laughs> leave me in the car, y'all. Go. <laughs> I am perfectly, perfectly okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the motorcycle, you know, was one of the things. You know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So I joined the motorcycle club because you know it was brand new. And like, yeah, we're gonna get our license. So that was my sole, you know, initial purpose of doing it because I felt like as a group for me, if other people It'd are doing it, exactly, and I won't be as scared. At the end of the day, I still ended up taking the class by myself. So that was good for me though, yes, and I was super you nervous. Zone. Exactly, I was sitting in the class. You know, I can get do the book stuff. I got that, but when you talk about getting on the motorcycle, That's and he gave me a little. One. Completely different ball game. <laughs> He's like, I can tell. Let me give you the little bitty Harley. So, <laughs> girl, my hands were shaking. I was nervous, but I got it. It was three days, but I got it. And I was so proud of myself that I could go five miles an hour in a straight line. So, here's a question. <laughs> Would you get back on a bike today? Well, see, what had happened was <laughs> I was actually planning on buying a bike, right? But... I found out I was pregnant and that kind of stopped that. Now, I have gotten on a bike since then. I've only driven one maybe once or twice mm-hmm. since I got my actual license. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have gotten on the back of a bike. Okay. That part doesn't scare me anymore. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of that fear that I felt, you know, has has been common in other coming in other areas of my life now that particular fear yes i conquered that you think it's completely eliminated so you hear a motorcycle you can get on one and you feel nothing you're good you're confident i actually like them i like to listen to them i like to watch them i like to watch people ride okay so yeah but you know a lot of it was girl get up get up each time i drop the bike girl get up because i wanted to walk away like i'm done I'm done with this. Like, oh, I'm wow. good. It's heavy, and you know, everybody else seems to be doing it okay. And I'm over here struggling, shaking, and everything, trying to stay up. But you know, it was a lot of just talking myself through it, basically. Talking myself through it. You got it, girl. Just get up. Just wow. get up. One more time. Just get up. You ain't dead. Get up. It's all right. Get up. You're going to get this license. <laughs> girl. See, I, I, I love motorcycles. Absolutely really? love them. Absolutely. I want one. I can't even tell you how bad I want a motorcycle. Really? But my daughter, on the other hand, thinks it's the stupidest thing to do because she thinks that they're dangerous. I it's the adrenaline for me. I'm an, an excuse me. <laughs> I'm an adrenaline jockey. I went skydiving. Really? Yes, eighteen thousand feet. Sure when I tell you that was the best feeling, and was I scared to an extent? But once you get up there and you actually look over. And it's like you're looking at, okay, this is it. I'm I'm, I'm gone. I'm not going to see anybody anymore. But <laughs> once you jump out of that plane, mm-hmm. it almost feels like you are as close to God as you can be while you're here on this earth. Right. It's the it's quiet. It's serene. It, it's amazing. I can't, you have to do it. You have to do it. That's the only no, thing I, I see. Mm, you know, but, I, maybe, maybe I will. I won't say I won't. I won't say I won't. Gotta try it. It ain't on my bucket list, but we'll put it on there. (laughs) But I mean, just even, you know, you talking about that, describing that is a great way to feel, you know, once you do conquer your fear, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's that feel of like, dang it, I did it. Because normally people think of jumping out of planes, oh my God, I'm falling. You you know, when you have dreams that Mm -hmm. you're falling, you think you're going to feel like that. And that was actually my initial fear of that was, oh my God, I'm just going to free fall. But it almost felt like the wind was cushioning you like it was a pillow. So you didn't feel like you were just... (laughs) Plummeting, 
So it was like, ah, smack. No. It wasn't like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was funny. I think in my 36 years on this earth, that was probably the most free I ever felt. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Jumping out of a plane. Yeah. And then I hit the ground and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back. <laughs> back to reality. <laughs> yeah, it's jumping out of a plane. Yeah. And we were only supposed to do 15,000 feet, but we ended up going up to 18,000 feet. That's the highest you can jump um, over on this side right. in Florida. Um, wow. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I felt with the motorcycle. You know, once I got it and they wrote my name on that little certificate and wrote my name on a little card and I can put it in my wallet yes. and I marched myself on up to the DMV. <laughs> can I have my can license, I have my motorcycle license, please? And it was like, okay. And I got my name on there. Never have to get on a motorcycle again ever in life. Well, I do want to, but you know what I'm saying? I yes, did it. You and did I felt it. like satisfied because, oh, yes, I did it. I did it. I was so scared. All this time, I used to scream just looking at a motorcycle. <laughs> now I can get on one and actually drive it, yes, you know? and see one and not freak out just by looking at it. <laughs> right, right. So, like, a lot of it, again, you know, like you said, once you conquer it, feeling that relief, that there's that initial, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, yes. my God, oh, my God. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? But once you just push through that and just keep going, you can get out homeschooling with this this coronavirus right girl child listen <laughs> i respect <laughs> teachers i already respected them right but i really really respect them because my six-year-old i love this boy when i tell you i love this boy i love this boy more than i could ever put into words but when it comes to schoolwork he ain't you ain't set up like that he nah, <laughs> and he ain't set up like that either he's like what you mean i gotta read why i gotta do that <laughs> Why don't you just read it for me? Like, what you mean? That's I gotta click on it, the answer. Why? Why can't you give me the answer? Yeah, so I'll be getting frustrated. Like, dude, like, what's going on, man? Like, you know this. Like, why are you sitting there crying? He crying, crying, crying. I'm like, Lord. And let's, let's, okay, Caleb, let's, let's do this, Caleb. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. Conquer your fear. And when I tell you, when that boy read that book to me, mm-hmm. he was so proud of himself. After all something. the tears and everything, he was so proud of himself. He read the whole book. And as he kept going and he realized he was getting the words right and he started putting in those exclamation Building. points, I am not Sam I am. I do not like green eggs. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's right. You better put them exclamation points in there. Put them in there. (laughs) So he got through that punctuation. (laughs) He got through that book, and he's just a cheese. And of course, I'm cheering him. I'm like, "Oh, Caleb, I know you did it. You read that book, boy. You better read that book. You better read them words. I know you know them words. You see what you do when you when you conquer your fear, you get through your tears, and you keep going." See what happens? He's just nodding his head. You gotta yes, teach him at a young age. Yes, ma'am. Like, yes. And it felt so good to see him so proud of himself. Yeah. You know, conquering that fear of like, oh my gosh, this is a new word. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. You know, nah, Caleb, it's okay to cry. It is. And that's what I told him each time he cried. It's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. And feel it's like, darn it, it's hard. Yes. It's okay. If you're going to cry, cry. Get it out. Just mm-hmm. get back up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. As long as you get back up yeah. and keep going, you can do it. You always can. So I hope y'all know that out there. This hasn't been going on very long. Let's see. This is like 11 minutes, which is fine. This is a good acceptable, you know, time limit for it being my first one. Yeah. This ain't bad. bad at this all. ain't bad. No. Not bad at all. Um, so 
Um, I'll probably cut this part out. Because uh, you can cut face, you know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, that was the other part. Okay, so f- how fear holds us back. So, again, fear, we know how to conquer it. But mm-hmm. when we don't conquer it, or when we let it defeat we get, us. We get stuck. Yeah. Basically, I can think of, like, and it's not even, like, big things. I can think of, like, trips, you know, that I literally paid my money to go. And then because of whatever happened, like, oh, shoot, man. Man, I can't do that. Let me not go. Let me not go. Literally talk myself you out talk of things. yourself out of something out of a trip that you I already paid, paid for. for. Already paid in full. Hotel room ready and everything. Didn't even go. Airplane. The flight. Ready to not, go. I mean, airplane, hotel. Well, I was going to drive. So it was no flight. But hotel, everything good all i gotta do is get in my car and go but oh well dang this happened dang now this person isn't going like dang do i really want to drive by myself nah man i ain't gonna go and i reached out to the people like can i get my money back oh i'm sorry it's too late it's too late so literally i you lost, lost your money I lost you should have went i know i feel real stupid i ain't gonna lie i feel i feel real no, don't feel stupid it's a learning lesson <laughs> that was a learning lesson we don't like losing money we don't we don't just give money away now. <laughs> right 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 and then it was but like, that's what fear can do it can it have you missing out because then i'm looking on facebook and looking at the other people that went like dang it they had so much fun i have my little outfits for the little party everything ready Childless and didn't even go like dang it look at me i literally talked myself out of a good time yeah you because did. of get, really creating fear you, create, about, you have created these scenarios in your mind exactly and it kept you exactly well what in if the this house? happens <laughs> oh wait no if that happens then what then that's gonna happen and then oh my god that's gonna happen and oh my god now i'm gonna die you know <laughs> we all know we all actually had this conversation yesterday in the car right. i can go from <laughs> oh lord this girl this girl we in the car driving we went to go get something whatever we did we in the car her daughter is in the back my amaya is 15 15, 15. so we're coming up to a yellow light amaya's in the back go 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 this one talking about <laughs> no Amaya, that's not how you drive. You're supposed to slow down at a yellow light. And Amaya, of course, she's not driving like that yet, you know. No, mom, you can go. You can still go. No, Amaya, because what if you go and then what if I get a phone call and and police are knocking on my door? I would hate to get that phone call that you've been in a horrible accident. And then what am I gonna do if you die? Like this, she went from like <laughs> zero to a hundred, just like that. I'm telling you, in a matter of what, maybe two minutes? Maybe two minutes. And we said like, dang, girl, she not even. She don't even have a permit. Yeah, like you got already. real morbid, real quick, <laughs> very fast. But you know, uh, along the lines of fear, when you have experienced so much tragedy in life, you tend to build up these walls and you build up these fears and you conjure up these things in your mind. Okay, well, what if this happens? For instance, my mom unfortunately had a brain aneurysm three years ago. I remember being a little kid and always thinking oh my God, what if something happens to my mom? Because it was always just me and my mom. When my, even when my, when my stepdad came into the picture and when he left, I said, if she leaves, if something happens, I'm by myself. Oh my God, I'm going to go into foster care. So it's crazy <laughs> as a child right. that I have always had these fears. I conjured these fears in my mind be, for whatever reason. I don't know where right. it came from. I don't know where, where it stems from. But when something finally did happen to my mom, that was devastating. It was crushing. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, I have my daughter. If something happens to her, if something happens to me, those fears 
come up again. You have to learn how to control those thoughts. Right. And when you get those negative thoughts, you have to push them out. Is it easy? Absolutely not. That's a battle I fight with every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Same thing, you know, with my mom. She passed away this year before years ago. Same thing. Even though I was like, you know, independent, quote unquote, independent, you know, living on my own, my own apartment and stuff. But I depend on my mom for a lot. Yeah. Now, we definitely had our issues for sure. We butted heads like crazy. And a lot of it was just me just end up just shutting up and just letting her fuss or whatever the case may be. But I depended on her like a lot Mm -hmm. when it came to like helping me with my, my, well, my older son, mainly not my younger one as much because, uh. He was, you know, little, little when she passed away. But with my older one, came to a lot of stuff with taking care of him and, like, figuring out what I'm supposed to do with him. Because, like, sometimes I'll be like, I have no business being somebody's mother. Like, seriously. I I should not be raising people. I get it. There should not be other, like, little people. You should not be responsible for someone else's (laughs) life right now. (laughs) Like, what do I do? Because sometimes I feel like I'm still, like, that little 10-year-old girl. And then one of them comes and says, Mommy, what's for dinner? I'm like, what? I don't know. (laughs) What is for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You're telling me somebody help. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes, you know. So when she passed away, it's like crap. Like I was even now sometimes, especially when she's in my dreams, I wake up like, oh, let me call mommy and ask her. Like, dang it, she's, I can't call I can't. mommy. Yeah, I can't it call sucks mommy. When you that that backbone that I guess matriarch that you have in your family is no longer around, or like my mom now, she's it seems to be she's going into early onset dementia. I can't have a regular conversation with my mom anymore. It's I have to constantly redirect her in conversations and redirect her thoughts because (laughs) her thoughts are even very morbid. (laughs) Right. But when you don't have that, what do you do? You get a backbone. You put your big girl panties on. I mean, that's what you've had to do because I've seen you with all you do with your mom, taking care of her, making sure her bills are paid, making sure she's being taken care of properly, take, you know, Going to working all going there early in the morning. Early in the morning. Going to work and then going there after work. Going home, cooking dinner, cleaning, mm-hmm. all that. Taking care of Maya, make sure that she's good, she's mentally right. okay, and making sure her, you know, she's doing okay in school and still trying to maintain myself and all the negative thoughts and all the fearful thoughts that nobody right. else knows about because a lot of times when we do we keep them to ourselves because right. we don't know who we can talk to about these kind of things right. because pe- some people are like Ooh, she's a little you know she's a little <laughs> out there <laughs> don't want to talk to her so right. you kind of shut yourself into this bubble with exactly. your fears right and I mean that's that's pretty much what I do like anybody that I mean actually knows me will be like yeah she ain't gonna tell you nothing mm-hmm. if she does you really, you literally gonna have to pull it out of her because she is not gonna talk. And literally, like sometimes I was telling one of my friends, like if you could be inside of my brain, you'd be like, "Girl, I calm need down. you to calm down, calm down." Now I'm super cool on the outside. It seemed to the point I've learned to control my emotions so much where it seems like I don't feel anything. Like I can a lot going on around me, and I can sit there with a straight face. Inside, it's not like that, but I've learned to just like you know just hold it together hold it together you can deal with those emotions when you get home and you're by yourself so it's like i have those fears i cover them up very well people think like oh you're so whatever and yeah, people you tell have me a that smile sometimes. on your face and nah no. bruh nah <laughs> 
I wear my emotions on my face. People can hear my voice, see my face, and like, oh, Lord, what's wrong with her? What happened? Who, Felicia, who did it? Who did it, honey? Who did it? And I'm like, no, no, it's nothing. I'm fine. And I go, and I have certain people who I talk to, Nikesh, one of them. We've been friends for a long time. So if a certain amount of time goes by and I'm like, okay, I can't hold this in anymore. I need to talk to somebody. Let me call Nikesh. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, it's hard for me to break, even at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I will hold on to it until for like, dear life. Like I'm yeah. not gonna let it yeah. go. And even I remember I was taking Xanax for a long time just because of anxiety mm-hmm. and fear and not being able to sleep. And your mind is racing because you're thinking of a hundred million things that could go wrong right. instead of thinking about the hundred million things that could potentially go right. Right. So in order to shut my mind off. I was using this substance because I didn't want to think anymore. I literally felt like my thoughts were causing me to go crazy. I thought I was going to lose my mind. I thought I was going to have a psychotic break and something had to give. So Xanax. Yeah. Until I came to the point where I was like, okay, wait a minute. This is not healthy. You know better. Right. You need to to deal with this head on. You have whatever fears you have, what in whatever area of your life you have to deal with it. Right. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. It wasn't with pills, but it was, uh, gosh, I can't believe I'm actually going to tell this. It was with wine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at the time I only had, you know, my, my older son, Joseph at the time, but you know, I was working at a bank. I was not making a lot of money. I didn't want to ask anybody for help. So I was literally struggling, like doing cash advances and stuff to make sure I had enough to cover the bills. And, you know, once you do that, you're, you're it pretty much, once you do that, you know, you're pretty much in a hole. And you're digging yourself out. And I know I could have asked for help. I could have, but I didn't. I was fearful. Like, oh, they're going to think, like, I can't take care of myself. I can't take care of my child. And I can't, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, thank God I got through it and was able to get, you know, get myself out of that hole. And I won't act like I did it by myself. I have family. I have friends that definitely, most definitely helped me along the way, for sure. My sister, my my other friends definitely helped me. you know, when I needed it and, and didn't want to ask for help. You know, they're like, what do you need? Like, why are you acting like that? What do you need? You know? I don't need um, nothing. So I'm always, you know, forever grateful for yeah. that. Um, but, you know, a lot of it was like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. So I would like, when I had a little extra, I was getting not like a little bottle of wine. I was getting the big, the big one. And I put it in the refrigerator. I come home. I drink a whole bottle. Oh, wow. And it wasn't for long. It was for like maybe... A month or two. Okay. But it helped me to like, once Joseph was, you know, had his dinner, homework was done, he settled, he got his bath, he's in bed. I'm so, going to drink me some wine. And I'm going to just... To woosa from the day. Exactly. To calm those thoughts. And, exactly. Yeah. Calm my thoughts and it'll put me right to sleep. Because when you're in at that point, it's like, okay, I'm in this situation. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. I'm up, down, left, right. So... To not think about any of that and to think about everything that could go wrong, let me just do this for right now and I will figure everything else exactly. at another time. Exactly. And it was the same, like you said, I was like, crap, like, girl, you can't do this. You mm-hmm. cannot, cannot, cannot be dependent on alcohol. Exactly. You don't want to become an alcoholic. You have a young child that's dependent on you. You cannot live that life. Exactly. So I'm thankful that it didn't last long. Um, and I never, you know, put myself or my son in any danger. It was always like late at night. 
when you're um, home and you're just going to go yeah, to sleep. Yeah, and I'm already in bed and yeah. I have my glass of wine next to me and, you know, just drink the bottle. Sometimes yeah. I drink it right out of the bottle. Forget the glass. Wow. <laughs> drink it straight out the bottle. Like, I was good with that as long as it put me to sleep and I didn't have to think about anything. Yes. You know, bills or, you know, job or trying to be a mother. I didn't have to think about that stuff anymore. Um, so that, you know, was a, a difficult time. Even yes. now talking about it, I felt like I want to cry. Yes. Um, okay. It was... <laughs> I felt it coming up for a second. Push nope, it down. Nope, push nope, it down. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but again, but, like we said earlier, what did you say? It's okay to cry. Everybody yeah. has gone through things, currently going through things. Some people are going back to work next week. I'm one of them. Am I scared personally? No. But there's some people who are who haven't stopped going to work, who are essential workers. Right. Right. It, it's it's okay. Right. It's, it's okay, okay to fear that. You yes. know, I mean to have fear. Yeah. Um, as long as you're able to get through it. You know, a lot of it for me was um remembering it's so funny how like when you're become an adult, you start remembering like especially for somebody like me who's a pastor's kid, you start remembering all these Bible verses and all these sayings that the old people used to say or that your mom used to tell me or you heard your grandmother say, be like, Dang, she was right. Right. You don't want to listen. No. You don't want to listen. Because you figure she don't know that. She old. What she know? And I realize that now a lot of times, like, I'm, I'm explaining certain things to my daughter, and I'm like, she's not going to get it until she's older. And exactly. it doesn't matter what I say, how I say it, how I fix it. She's going to have to learn on her own. And as much as we don't want them to have to learn how we did, that's just right. the way it's going to be. And they have yeah. to. Do yeah, what we did. Yeah, exactly. Because now I'm 37. Now it's like, dang it, mommy was right. Yeah, dang it, daddy was right. They was you right. You just figured out at 37. It took you to 37. No, I'm just saying. Oh. This is the thing. <laughs> wait a minute. At now this age now yes. has just now started okay. happening. But <laughs> like, wait a minute. We gotta age, talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dang, they were right. So then I started thinking of these, you know, different things and that you know, me conversations, me and whoever, me and my mom, me and my grandmother, whoever had. And, you know, it's like, you know, she told you you were this and you were that. And I'm talking about positive things. And you, because of fear or because of self-doubt, whatever, it's like, oh, she don't know. I'm like, no, I'm not that. I'm not that. Even me doing this podcast, I remember my mom one time, even one of my teachers was like, oh, you should be in broadcast journalism. You have a nice voice. Yeah. And the thought of me being on TV is like terrifying. The fact that I'm doing videos right now. Petrified. Is like amazing because I don't want to be seen. I don't need my face on TV. Like, I don't need none of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time my cousin posted a picture of us and she has a lot of Facebook friends. Hey, Shauna, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the picture had gotten like over 100 likes. And I call her, like, uh, that's a lot of likes. Like, who, who look at this picture? I don't need everybody seeing me. <laughs> Take it down. Take it down. <laughs> you know, that's how I am. But, um, you know, me doing the videos and uh, me you know, doing this podcast yes. is like a, a big thing for me. I remember my mom, that's what I was saying, girl, lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> you, my, we have so many thoughts, so many thoughts. <laughs> my mom was like, oh, you know, because I was talking about a friend or something that was coming to me with problems or something like that. She's like, well, you know what? There's a reason people come to you mm-hmm. with problems. It's not just because you're listening ear or because they think you have advice, but you know, well, yeah, because they think you have good advice or whatever, but you know, you know, use that gift God's, that God gave you. She would always say that. Use your gifts. Use your gifts. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Because I'll be talking about my dream, girl. I'm talking about my dream. <laughs> uh-huh. My dream becoming true. When I tell you true, like exactly 
the scene and everything. So people all I'm going to say on that is if you have a dream about me, make sure it's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I usually, I remember, not all of them, but some of them, if I have it once, I don't pay attention to it for the most part. If I have it twice, then it's like, okay. You start paying more yeah. attention. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, something is happening. Because uh, usually they do, nine times out of ten, they come true. Um, but anyway, she would always be like, oh, that's the Holy Spirit, blah, 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 you know, talking to you. And I'd be like, oh, whatever, okay, all right, you know, Not whatever. Listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but now as I'm older, it's like, dang it, dang it, she was right. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Yes. Like, yeah, girl, you can do a podcast, why not? There's literally thousands of podcasts out there. Yep. There ain't nobody else scared of putting their voice out there. No. Even if it's two people listening, you why know, should you be scared? <clears throat> that's where we were saying in the beginning, too. It's the audience, like, how many people are you going to be able to get to listen to what you have to say? Like, Who's going to want, is anybody going to care what I have to say? Is this going to be important to somebody? But at the end of the day, if it touches one person, that's all that matters. Even me doing personal training. I'm, I'm looking at 40. It's looking at me. It's waving in the, in the distance. Hey girl, how you doing? I see you. I can't wait. And I'm like, I'm almost 40. And I started my personal training journey back right before my mom got sick in 2017 and I just ran with it and I loved how it made me feel. I knew that I would have to be stronger to be able to take care of her, not only physically, but doing personal training, doing bodybuilding and weightlifting. It not only strengthens the body, but it strengthens the mind. That is true. It, it really does. Because it takes a certain type of person to do that kind of, to yeah. be consistent and to be conditioned. To right. do that. Not everybody's built like that. Right. And when it came time when people's like, oh, my God, you look so good. You know, what do you do? And I'm like, OK, well, I'm a paralegal during the day. But, you know, after work or before work, I go to the gym and I train people. And I'm like I start getting more clients and I'm like, well, maybe I should do this. But then mm-hmm. it's like, but there's other people out there, too. What makes me so special? Right. Why do people want to come to me? Right. And then, of course, you get people who aren't as consistent, who come and go, and then your clientele goes down, and it's like, okay, well, I don't have anybody right now. So, And then you start to get discouraged, and then it's like, should I keep doing this? Should I even have started this in the first place? Investing in, whether it be a tire, business cars, any kind of uh, paraphernalia to go with your business, and it's like, should I really be doing this? That's when that, that fear comes in. And even like being on social media, I, I've had social media. Did I post a lot? Absolutely not. Because mm-hmm. you don't want people to see. When you are a introvert. Right. You like both of us are. Very much so. It's Even my daughter, she is, she's an introvert and recluse. She can stay in her room for days to come out just Mine to too. go to the bathroom and eat. And Mine that too. Is it. Sometimes I got to go in there like, you all right? Yes, you got to okay, check on it. Okay, nah. okay <laughs> nah. let me know. Something. A smoke signal, a white flag, something. <laughs> like, mom, I need you. <laughs> but you don't want to be on social media. You don't want to put yourself out there because it's a fear of what other people are going to think of you right. because you see everybody else and it's like, we, we compare ourselves to other people right. because of the society that we live in. Right. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. All I can say is right. Yeah. Because that's exactly right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, and I can say this, but is it easy to follow? No. But who cares? Exactly. But in the back of our mind somewhere, we care a little bit because 
do you ever post something and then go back to see how many oh, people yeah, liked yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just like, oh my God, oh my God, do they like me? Yeah. Oh my God. We want people's like approval. Yeah. But why though? Right. Why do we want people's approval? We feel like we, it's that thing of acceptance. I think you know you want to feel accepted by your your peers or whoever you're exposing yourself to or putting yourself you want out people, there to people to see you and yeah. you want you want to be noticed. And the fear of not being noticed is what keeps, keeps you, you from, from being noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough, light bulb. Like you, <laughs> you end up just basically setting your own self back, yes. sitting in the corner because you're scared of people. Not yes. seeing you, but you want them to see you. So you got to pick a corner, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Pick a pick a struggle, yes. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, definitely the social media, I think mean, that's a, a very good example. Very good. Because I'm like, I done deleted Facebook, changed my name yes. and all types of stuff to yes. hide from people. Like, who is this? I don't even know Facebook, who I am. if you are not one of my friends, you cannot find me on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. Even if you know my name and how I have it spelled with the periods, <laughs> the dots, the spaces, you still can't find me because I have it set to private. Right. Because I, I'm not hiding. <laughs> I don't know. I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is crazy girl stalking me about oh, her so-called Lord, man like see? girl he is not mine like you can have him so that's why i ended up deleting mine but that's a whole other story but <laughs> that's a different podcast <laughs> a different episode yeah. honey, a different episode <laughs> but yeah yeah i just made my pub my my page public today Facebook? Facebook. And oh, I only did because Hey Shauna girl, I'm gonna shout you out again. Cause she uh uh did one of my head reps uh-huh. and she posted a video. She has a public page and uh-huh. she has like a lot of people on there. Mm-hmm. And when she posted hers, I'm like, what the heck? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I need to make mine public and then when I post my stuff and put the hashtags and she got so many views on of course, Instagram or on Facebook. On Facebook. You put hashtags on Facebook? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they highlight them and you you can click on it and it'll show you other people that put that same hat. See I'm guys, so green. I we're learning. Know. The more you know. Yeah, I did not Brought know that. Brought to you I, by Nice and I nice. thought it was just, I thought it was I just TikTok and Instagram. I told you I knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I heard doing that, you know, I was getting some friend requests and stuff. So I'm like, let me go ahead and make it public and make sure all the videos are public so people can see them because that is my purpose, mm-hmm. you know, is to make them public. So that I have, I'm going to redo a couple of them because I was, you know, the first couple videos was a struggle. We were struggling with the recording. But since uh, somebody, you know, showed me some some things so I can. Uh, some new technology. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Girl, I'm editing everything. Here. I'm recording Caleb. Let me record you right quick and edit. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can play around. I'm recording everything. She um, even got me. I got me a selfie light coming. She got, I'm stepping up my game. <laughs> oh. like, girl, we going to take pictures for your page. Yeah. Have you looking good and get you some more clients. See? am i scared i am absolutely terrified (laughs) terrified yeah but hey listen at the end of the day it's like nike you know my name is nikka i did nikka but nikka n-i-k-e but like nike because people call me that as a joke but just do it yeah just do it at the end of the day if nobody listens you did it that's true it doesn't matter if nobody picks you up as a trainer you did it so that's all you can say is hey i did it and that it is what it is, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, at least I can say I did it. Yeah. So when I go and you know, people not to are get either morbid, but going to like you, love you, 
or hate you. And at the end of the day, that's what it is anyway, whether you're on social media or just in regular life. Some people mm-hmm. are not going to like you. and You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay. And girl, listen, a Bible verse coming to me right now, which I can remember the 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 the, the exact scripture, scripture mm-hmm. but it says, woe unto you if every man speaks well of you. Basically, if everybody's talking good about you, something is wrong. That's something true. is wrong. That's so true. you should expect people not to not like you or you know, doesn't like, matter how good you're doing, how well you treat people, what good you're trying to do, and you know what kind of positivity you're bringing. Oh, that was the other thing we wanted to talk about too—the type of people that we keep around us too. When, oh, when fear of course, is yeah, of course, gotta... of course. Yes, since yes, okay. definitely the type of people, um, which I am still learning to this day, and having some struggles with that a little bit. But you know, being around people that are of the same mindset, not necessarily the same exact you know, goal as you, but are of the same move forward, let's do it, let's conquer our fears type of mindset is so helpful. Like Felicia said, I've been holding off on recording for like a month. I planned planned to have an episode recorded on March 1st. It is now May 24th. So, you know, having that person, Felicia, are you going to do it? This is her talking to me. Are you going to do it? Like, we're going to do it, right? We're going to do it. And you've been talking about it. So let's go ahead and do it. Like, oh, you're not going to get sleepy. No, what do you mean you laying down? Get up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing? You said you wanted to do this. Like, if, if my friends are telling me they want to do something, just like I would expect them to push me in the same capacity, I'm going to do the same thing for them. If I see that they have a drive in a... Uh, is is their passion, I'm going to push them. And right. she, if that's all I'm hearing, that's what you want to do, and it's positive... What you doing? Why are you sitting down? Exactly. Why are we not doing that? Have you written in your book? Like when she came to Orlando a couple of days ago, um, a couple of weeks ago, did you bring your book? Why didn't you bring your book? I thought we were doing a podcast. What are we doing? What do you mean you're, you're tired now? What do you mean you're leaving? We were supposed to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like we're trying to get this done. <laughs> so, so you got to like attracts like and, and you have to surround yourself with people who are, I guess, I, I Goal oriented and yeah, 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 definitely goal oriented and not just always negative Nancy's and just going down um, uh, unfavorable paths. We don't want to. You don't want to surround yourself with people like that because they're not going to help build you up and lift you up and help with your goals, right? What you're trying right, to. and I remember this analogy that my dad used. My dad was like on point with the analogies and the metaphors, mm-hmm. which is I think where I get it from because I love me a good metaphor or analogy. Yes. Um, but he used to. I forget what exactly the sermon was about, but one of the examples he would use, and I maybe it was about fear. But you know, if if an eagle is down on the ground poking, pecking on the ground with chickens, you like eagle, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like why are you down here? But if the eagle doesn't know he's an eagle. He gonna keep pecking with the chickens, but if you know you're an eagle, hey, hey, chicken, hey, I'm here if you need me. Call me, you know, you got my cell, but I'm gonna have to go up here in the sky where I belong. Yes, and that's what you gotta do at the end of the day. If you gotta soar, spread your wings, and if you're by yourself, because eagles are, Are. you know, solitary creatures for the most part, you know, that's what you gotta do at the end of the day. You love everybody. That's never gonna change. People go, but sometimes you gotta let them go, and that's kind of where I'm struggling right now yeah because i love people <laughs> i love people, love in people a at sense a distance that, too you love them you love them at I, a distance yeah i love in the sense that like i don't like anybody to to i don't like to see people down no. i don't like people to be like feel like they're defeated in any way so i'm that person who's like girl 
come on, dude, like, come on, you can do this. Like, keep going, keep yes. going. Like, what are you doing? Come on, no, that ain't that ain't it. Yes. That ain't it. You better than that. That's you know the crazy part? We can do that for other people, but we, we don't do, do it, it for ourselves. ourselves. When I tell you, I, I have, whether it had been you or um, another girl's friend, I am able to uplift other people. But when it comes to myself or certain situations I'm going through, it just doesn't come across the same. Like I hear it, and right. and when I, while I'm saying this stuff, and you know, you got that that um, voice in the back of your head, like you know, you're talking to yourself too, and you're like, yeah, 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 but you're not really. I guess you're not there. No. It's it's easier. I don't know if it's this easier is a quote I heard. Done. Yeah, easier said than done. But the hardest advice to take is your own. Absolutely. At the end of the day, the hardest advice to take is your own. And that is so very true. But you know what, y'all? We're going to conquer fear. Yes. I, this is my first podcast episode. Yes, she I'm did so it. My I'm dog so did it. Yes, she did. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoyed it. Please, please, please leave me your feedback, whether it's good or bad. Just don't be cursing at me because I'm going to go in. You no, know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Do that. Nah. Positive vibes only. Positive We're going to uplift vibes, one another. But yeah, I definitely want the feedback, though, for sure, whether it's good or bad. I'm, I'm, I got tough skin. That's a whole nother episode too as to why my skin is tough, but I can take just about anything verbally anyway. I can't take a punch. I ain't never been punched before. No, we ain't trying to try now. But verbal assaults, I can pretty much deal with <laughs> So yeah, definitely leave me your feedback. Um, again, this is nice to know. So I just want to leave with a verse that I refer to Every time I start to feel anxious, whether it's about getting up for work in the morning or something small like that, whether it's about raising children, being a mother, whether it's about this podcast, anything, a reverse that I always refer to um, is 2 Timothy 1.7. And it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Yes. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. I hope y'all enjoy your day. Peace out.